This episode of Geek Loves Nerd is brought to you by DrawYouAPicture.com, where you can get me to draw you something for pretty darn cheap. I'm about to draw somebody's baby. If you have a baby that needs to be drawn, check it out. DrawYouAPicture.com. If you have a podcast logo you need done, hey, check that out too. Hey, you need your car drawn up to look like a chigger? Look up what a chigger is, and then tell me that's what you're looking for, and we'll take care of it. Geek Loves Nerd, trying to find something in common since 1996. Hi, this is uh, Geek Loves Nerd Podcast, show number 43, brought to you the week of April 26th, 2009. I am one of your hosts, my name is James, and I'm the geek. And I'm the host, Jen, and I'm the nerd. That's right. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Well, welcome to you, too. What? I'm welcoming you to my show. Thank you. Wow. Wow. You're just a sponsor. <laughs> I'm the host. I'm the producer. <laughs> You're just a sponsor. And the senior host. Senior host? What's a senior host? It means I have gray hair. <laughs> you do. <laughs> I'll give you that. Well, anyway, this show is just about me and Jen. And she's a nerd. I'm a geek. We're married. We're cool. We're down to earth. Are we? Yeah. But spiritual. Mm-hmm. And um, we have two children. And we have a podcast. And this is it. So congratulations for finding it. Uh, welcome. Welcome to it. Thanks for listening to it. Uh, this is actually try number two on, uh, this <laughs> yeah, episode <laughs> because we had, we were about 15 minutes in and I realized, you know, that this conversation was great, but it was one-sided because Jen's <laughs> track wasn't recording. <laughs> so it was just you talking. It was and awesome. It sounded pausing like Pausing at the right time. It was like this. Hey, Jen, what did we do this week? <laughs> 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 That's awesome. Yeah. Let's complete each other's. Yeah, <laughs> and it, so it wasn't real good. So anyway, we decided to re-record. It was some really cool stuff that happened that will not be repeated, though. Mm-mm. So just feel like you know, no matter how good this is, it's not as great as it should have been. But uh, we uh, we've been doing a lot of stuff, and and it, we haven't recorded a real show in like this is like week three. It would have been, and so I'm glad to be sitting behind a microphone again. We did do a show last week, but it was with your sister and brother-in-law. Yep. It was pretty cool. It was they, a good show. They did good. I think they did better uh, their first time. You know, like, we almost kind of launched it on them, surprised them. Hi, surprise, here's a microphone! Um, they did better their first time than we did on ours. They did, and they, they had to deal with a tough topic. I think we talked about TV or something or our first time. Yeah, yeah dogs, I yeah. don't know. Crizzle. Crizzle. I think we talked about snack foods. Probably. Probably, like little fishies. Mm-hmm. Little fishy snack food. Um. 
yeah, they they did great. So, and by the way, that was last episode. If you haven't listened to it, we talked about the struggles and uh, challenges and successes of a second marriage with kids and stuff. And I, I could have talked about that all night. I, I I really, you know, it was late and blah blah blah. But I really wish you and I had had much time to expound on that topic mm-hmm. a little bit. But I really wanted to get it out before uh, before too long. But uh, we the reason we usually jump right into the main topic and the reason why we're kind of going back to where we've been and what we've been doing is because I have a surprise topic this week. Um, at least it was the last time we recorded it. <laughs> now I know. But we're going to talk about the importance of extended family. And it was kind of a surprise on Ginger. that usually knows in advance what we're going to talk about. Now she's only about five minutes not, you know, wise mm-hmm. to the topic. But we've been doing, you know, we went out to see family in uh, where, where they live again, Jen. Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. It's awesome. It's the vacation destination of the world. It should it be. It's nice. At least it's coastal Georgia. Coastal. It's better than middle Georgia. Hmm. Yeah, that's like... Uh, like. A, no, it is better. There is a beach. I love tomatoes. Actually, I hate them. And I always... Whenever Jen tries to make something that's not great, sound great, I always use the tomato illustration. And so, here's tomato, James. It's just the peel of a tomato. <laughs> Eat the peel. <laughs> it's not the same as the whole thing. Coast. It's just coastal Georgia. It's gross. Georgia is fine. I, you know, whatever. But I like it. I know you don't. I do now. <laughs> so we went there and we visited. And uh, we visited, we went and stayed with uh, your sister and brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. And there were grandparents and stuff. And, and your family is uh, a little complicated. Yeah, my, my parents are divorced and they're both remarried. So there's a lot of extras. Two other people. Mm-hmm. Very important. Not to each yeah, other. Yeah, that would have been simple. But uh, each of them have their own spouse and their own household. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there's extra in-laws and grandparents and step-grandparents and stuff. But uh, we had a blast. I mean, let's just go through some of the stuff we did, kind of setting up the topic a little bit. Uh, what was one of the favorite things you did? Um, I went shopping with my sister. No children, no Yay. husbands. Yeah, that's what grandparents are good for. Yes. They want to keep your husbands. It's That's so right. strange. <laughs> they keep them. They just love You guys them. just stayed over there and I just mean, played outside. We got cookies and kisses. And you, <laughs> you made crafts. <laughs> no, they love keeping those kids. And oh, my gosh. My they loved our kids. And I sat around and... Uh, did nothing. I sat around and did a whole bunch of nothing with, with Josh, your your uh, your your, your brother-in-law. Husband, yeah. yeah. And he's awesome. He's he's a, uh, you know, he would call himself a redneck. What do you? But, but he's not a negative version of a redneck. He's a nice guy. He's cool. He's just a good old boy, I guess is what they would mm-hmm. say. And uh, I had I had, I was exposed to the world of NASCAR. And you liked it. Really? Admit it. You liked it. You that He said you can turn that race off and you kept it on. I was working on the internet and you, it was just in the background. And, and he told it, me he'd be up in an hour. And I wasn't, and he left it on. That's the honest to God truth. You liked NASCAR. So I, did, I didn't hate it like I thought I would, but I, I. When I, we were when we were at the Kansas Speedway, I am a geek. <laughs> when we were at the Kansas Speedway the other day, you were looking longingly at the track. I was. I would like to see it. Okay, you, I just want to experience it once. You want to do it? Seven billion people can't be wrong. You want to do a NASCAR experience? It's like it's ride. like rice. You know, they used to say that some some billion people can't be wrong. Mm-hmm. 
And there's they I've never seen a NASCAR stadium that didn't have five billion seats. Yeah, I would like to go to one. So, and we live right next to one. Mm-hmm. I mean, right next to it here. Yeah, it's only 40 minutes away. Dale Earnhardt Jr. just drove by my house. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah. Ricky Skaggs. I don't think he's a driver. I like, um, isn't Ricky Skaggs like a country singer? Yeah, I think he's a Christian country singer <laughs> oh. on top of that. So oh, my like goodness. Is that even strikes. possible? Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Don't, t- yeah, let Jesus heal your heart, your achy, breaky heart. Oh, my heart. gosh. Yeah. No. Oh. Uh, but, yeah, so NASCAR, and, and what was fun about NASCAR is when we shut off NASCAR, I brought my 360, and I was like, oh, we're going to play 360. And and we put in a game, and we booted up, and guess what it is? NASCAR. NASCAR 2009. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we... And Josh loved it. it. Oh, man, he played that thing more than I did. It was awesome. I enjoy that, though, because that's why I brought it. I I love sharing my fun stuff with other people. I enjoy that more than doing it myself. And it's a good thing. Yeah, it is. But uh, enough about me and my NASCAR addictions. (laughs) Speaking of which, okay. You could be a NASCAR geek. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. This is worth it. In church this morning, Uh I need to tell you, I was talking to some African-American people, okay? Mm -hmm. Probably, I, I hate to say it, but I, you know, if you, if you interviewed 10 African-Americans, maybe one of them has watched NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Maybe none. Okay. Not real popular yet with the African-American community. Not one. When you think of NASCAR, you, you think of white redneck people. Mm-hmm. Okay. Trailer parks, the whole thing. So I, I'm happen to be talking to these three folks, and two of them happen to be kids, one's a mom. And I mentioned something something, and I'm like, yeah, I had to watch NASCAR. And this kid's like, he perks up. His name happens to be James, a little black boy. And he's like, yeah, so-and-so, Jamie Johnson, and this, that, and the other, and car number 48, and I thought it was going to win. And then it's, uh, that was a great race, wasn't it? I'm like, oh, my gosh. He knows. He knows. And I'm like, who's your favorite driver? And he's like, oh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. And bloody blah, blah, And he used to ride car eight. Now it's 88 because the sun's on. And I'm like, ah! So my my world was rocked. So your stereotypes were wrong. Oh, I, I, that's why I love our church. Yeah. Even ones you think you're safe in, you're not. Mm. There's NASCAR all over the place. Man. Even your son has a NASCAR stroller. Not anymore. <laughs> it's gone. You left it at church. No, I had Dennis put it aside. Thanks. Let's talk about that in length during our main topic. <sighs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah, we did that. We did NASCAR. But you, you went shopping. And what else did you do? Um, What did we do? We went to the beach. Yeah, was, I didn't go. It was, it was cold. cold. It was cold in Florida. It was weird. And uh, I went swimming with the kids and my and dad. And it was cold. And it was cold. It was warm in the sun, but kind of cold in the water. We went to the zoo. We went to the zoo. That was fun. And me and my sister took the kids to the Children's Museum. I didn't go. And the kids got to pet a possum. I didn't pet a possum. No. Why in the world? (laughs) Okay, people. Stereotypes about the South. They got to pet a possum in a museum. (laughs) Did this museum have wheels? (laughs) Well, it wasn't a trailer. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. <laughs> and uh, what else did we get to do? We got to pet an armadillo right next door, daggum. <laughs> but we went to the Jacksonville Museum. Was, I mean, museum. The zoo. It was a museum about Jacksonville. <laughs> we went to the Jacksonville Zoo, and I hadn't been there since I was like in third, fourth grade. And that po- I didn't recognize Jack. 
And you got to admit, that zoo makes the Kansas City Zoo just depressing. Well, the Kansas City Zoo is very bright and hot and spread the heck out. It is, and it's dirty. It's just, it's not nice. Well, and they have all these dumb, stinky animals. Stinky animals. What in the world? In Jacksonville, they don't stink. No. They're just clean. That's because they're petting possums. You have to keep them clean. (laughs) Good night. So yeah, I had a lot of fun, and and went to your grand your grandma your grand your your grandmother actually happened to be there Jenna's mm-hmm. great grandmother, and there was a lot of cooking going on and a lot of going to mom's house and and going and we stayed uh, with your dad and his wife. I know I said earlier that we stayed with your brother and law and sister. We stayed a lot of time our, over there. Our kids our, stayed with them. Yeah, actually. our daughter stayed every night over there with with the cousins and the whole thing, and um. I'm going to be honest, this is a part of your life. I mean, you grew up around these people in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. and very close, obviously, to your siblings and stuff, but to your cousins, to your grandparents, and then your dad and family moved down to Georgia, and then now I've moved you even away from them out here to Kansas City, and uh, it's a part of your life I can't relate to. I mean, my mom was a single parent, single mom, and mm-hmm. a single, and an only child. Okay, so there was no talking with even my dad's, you know, my uncles and aunts on that side. There was no grandparents on that side. My mom, you know, my 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 grandfather died when I was young. My grandmother was there, and she was awesome, but she didn't have any, you know, the, well, not that you hang out with your grandmas, brothers and sisters, anyway. But uh, my, my we did actually. Oh no, I mean- wow! Okay, that's awesome. <laughs> that just blows my mind. But. Um, and I know that sounded so sarcastic, but it, it just doesn't surprise me that you hung out with your grandparents. Well, no, my 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 uh, grandmother was one of six kids. Anyway, oh, nice. Okay, my mom was the only child, and <laughs> so there's no uncles or aunts. There was no cousins. It was just me, my sisters for a long time, and then my brothers later, and my mom. And and you know, I, we we kind of talked about it earlier. I, we didn't go visit my family when we were down there. No, um, I didn't. You know, I don't get along with most of my family. And or they don't get along with me, one of the two. And uh, so it, it's like when we come back here every single time, this is the first time in a long time I've actually gone with you. Most of the time I send you or the kids or whatever, uh, both. And then you come back. But there's always this. Tell, tell people what goes through your mind when you come back. I always want to move back there. I want to be closer to family just about every time I visit, especially since the kids. I, before the kids, I don't know if I cared as yes, much. Yes, you did. I did. I had to live with you, I remember. Oh. You don't have to live with yourself. I was really bothered about the idea of moving to Kansas City when we did. So you never said anything? Well, you knew I was bothered by the idea, but, I mean, I still wanted to move. Well, that's... And I I want people to know that, that this was a mutual decision. And that's, you know, that's when one thing that's gone through my mind is, why did we move out here if... You know, I never heard one thing about that. It makes sense. Well, I mean, at the time, too, my family was kind of in chaos. You know, when we first moved here, they had just gotten divorced, mm-hmm. probably within a few months. And, and things were pretty chaotic then. And they've settled down a lot now. But um, at the time, being around them probably wasn't the preferred thing. And my sister was, you know, she was like 18 or something when we moved here. Mm-hmm. She was really young. Her and I weren't that close then. So, so, so it has changed. Yeah, I, th- I think the kids have really changed a lot as far as I. So tell me about tell me you know obviously you're talking to somebody that's clueless about that whole thing. What is so important about family, extended family? I think it's just nice being around people that you're 
comfortable with, people you've spent your whole life with, people that, I don't know, it's just like building the people to do stuff with. And if you need something, you can call your brother or your dad or something just to come over and, and do something. Whereas, you know, now, like if we're moving or something, we're just sunk. We got to find somebody to help mm-hmm. us and it's hard. I mean, and if I need a babysitter, it's difficult to find somebody. And uh, let me, I'm just gonna put this out there. Do you think that that is exaggerated in your life at all? Because you and I are not great at making or, or keep or maintaining friend type relationships. Yeah. I, I think that's probably part of it. And you know, we've been here a long time and we don't have any real, we have a lot of friends, people we call friends, but not a lot yeah, of real We don't close. have people over here a lot. No. We don't go out a lot with people. Mm-mm. We don't have, and I think part of that, honestly, is because we go to a church, and most of our most of our social life and all that comes out of the church, and we happen to be pastors, and people have a hard time connecting with pastors, and it's hard to be friends with somebody in the church that's not at your level because you know a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and you can't talk about it. And you right. can't relate, and and people see you as a pastor, blah, and like and, your life is and they different. get nervous. I mean, we've gone out with folks, and mm-hmm. and they've told me that oh, I can't hang out with him because you know your pastor, your pastor James. And I'm just like whatever, you know, who cares? But they yeah. do, they do. It bothers them, and they think we just need to talk about Jesus all the time. And so I <laughs> get really sick of that. No, um, but you know, I like talking about movies and video games, and I like playing them and stuff like that too. And I like to unplug. Uh, I think another struggle we have is there's not just an overflow of people our age at the church. That's true. Mm-hmm. And so it's tough. There's people younger than us, and there's people a lot older than us. But as far well, as just our straight age that that are married with kids, you know, it's, it's I just, think also we're we're I I have a hard time being friends with people that aren't perfect. <laughs> Uh, Which makes it hard. Obviously, that's a joke. But I, I, I have pro. I can't be friends like close friends, or even hang out with people that have, like, that spend money like mad, like with no concern about how they're spending it, and they're just in debt up to their eyeballs. I can't be friends with somebody like that. I can't. It yeah. drives me crazy. I, I, I want to fix them. I want to slap them. Or I can't be friends with somebody that has kids that just you want to sl- you want to slap them every time you see them. These little brat kids. I can't do it. Now, I hate that if you have friends that have kids and you're afraid the kids will, like, terrorize your house yeah. or something like that. Yeah, That's you can't good. be – or, you know, I so I don't know. I don't know. It, it, other people seem to have no problem with yeah. that, you know, having imperfect friends. Um, but, well, uh, I, I don't think either of us are particularly big social creatures. You know, we, we don't thrive. I, I used to be, but, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not one to pursue a relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah. But anyway, point being, I, I think I my, one of my theories is that 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 connection is becoming so important to you because it's an automatic one, it's an easy one, and you're not one to pick up a phone and call people without some struggle Reason. internally. Yeah. You don't mm-hmm. like doing that, and I don't either. Um, so so here was a situation in a world that you know. Okay, so my second question would be. Do you believe, and I'm not trying to talk you out of anything, because I'll move you to Georgia in a heartbeat. I'm staying here, but you can go. <laughs> I can um, go. Can I take the kids? <laughs> you want to? Uh, uh, do you believe, would you say, would you say that it's a fair statement, that the 
experience that you had wasn't real life. No, it wasn't real life because real life, everybody would have been working. I wouldn't just be able to see anybody anytime. I mean, everybody's got schedules. Everybody has lives. And, um, and we live next to a family now that we rarely even see. We live what? We live oh, yeah. within five minutes or so, or 10 minutes mm-hmm. of family. My sister and, and her husband live here. Yeah, and we probably see them once a month, yeah, maybe. Yeah, when we get haircuts. Yeah, we don't. So, yeah, it's and, and I would probably see them more than that. And I even work with one of them, so. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty bad. No, I see them a few times. But, yeah, so I, I don't know. I just, I, I want to, you know, I want to make sure if we're moving are we moving? No. Because <laughs> really the idea of packing up all my stuff would pretty much pack or talk me out of moving. <laughs> uh, I was convinced worse. that you were going to make me move, though. But but so family is important because of the connection, because they, they know you, they accept you, uh, they help you. And I see, my thing is I think friends can do the same thing. You just have to find them. And maybe they're a little harder to find and they're not instant and they're not automatic. Um but my my goal in life is to make you happy. One of my goals. Uh, my other goal is to get my gamer score up on three hundred and sixty. But you uh, need to work on that. Yeah, I do. Matter of fact, we need to stop and go do that. Uh, but I I want you happy. I I do. And if I thought for an instant that staying here was going to wreck your life, I I don't know that I'd automatically pick up and go. But I know I'd be banging on God's door day and night, saying, "God, my wife ain't happy." Um, and in order for me to minister and to ha- be a good husband and a good father and blah, 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 I got to have a happy wife. Um, can you modify your will <laughs> just a little <laughs> to include a freaking redneck haven? Church. Yeah. A little side <laughs> of the road, Hillsbrook yeah. Swamp AG and, uh, Hillsbrook Swamp AG. Yeah. You know, it's the one on stilts. <laughs> like in your in mom's swamp. house. Yeah. <laughs> So I don't know. I don't know. I, I see I up till this trip, I imagined, you know, there's a possibility we'd be here for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. I love my job. Um, you know, it's not perfect, but I, I love the kids. I love that we've been here as long as we have. Um, see, I, th- I think I'm kind of feeling itchy because we have been here so long. Yeah. Like we need to be doing something else. Like wow. some not something else like you need to change careers or anything, but just we've been in Kansas City for ten years. That just seems like too long. We need to we need to move. <laughs> uh, one thing I do appreciate, you know, I, st- talk like that would usually freak me the heck out because we just got this house about a year ago. I've been fi- you know I fixed it up, blah blah blah. Kids are young. I love them. you know. You heard me talk about my job, but one thing Jen has said over and over and over, she don't want to go anywhere. Unless it's God's will. That's right. And um, I, I truly, truly, truly appreciate that so much. And, and let me explain that to some people that may not know anything about God or, or just kind of smirk at stuff like that. And um, to me, honestly, I have no... I, I, we have followed the will of God for the last... I, you know, for our whole marriage. And it, it's it's just exactly what we... Have we done it perfect? No. Are we anything? No. Are we even something to aspire to be? No. But 
I can say at the end of the day, despite all our shortcomings, every time God, we felt like God was telling us to do something, we, we've done it. And a lot of times it's meant packing up and leaving or moving or going somewhere or doing something or giving something and we've done it, whether it's been money or time or effort. Uh, and, and every single time Jen will attest to this, it's been some of the hardest stuff we've ever done. And something that I truly, truly, truly wouldn't have done of my own, you know, it's not something that even if I had thought up myself, um, that I would have even wanted to do. I, I, I believe in God. Uh, I love God. I don't always like him because he, he, he makes us do hard stuff. Yeah. It makes us do hard stuff. But I'm gonna tell you, it's, it's, it's always worked out and I've learned what joy is because of it. Cause joy is not necessarily being happy all the time. Joy is simply knowing that you are exactly where you're supposed to be, right where you're supposed to be in your life. That's what joy is, because even when bad stuff comes, you can say, you know what, this isn't because I screwed up. It's not because I'm disobedient. It's not because I've made bad choices. This is just stuff. And so it must be for a purpose. See, if you believe in God, and I believe if junk comes your way, there's even scripture to back it up, that he will turn it around for good. And if you can look at your life and say, this is just life happening then and you can't blame it on something you've done you can't blame it on uh you know any kind of a mistake you've made then you can say you know what this is something god's going to use this is not the uh, repayment for my sins or whatever and that's what joy is because even when the storms are going on outside you know in your heart you know what this is going to work out for his glory and my good and i i just i appreciate that about jen is she's not you know, as much as, as emotional as, as, as our family can get and as passionate as we can get about what we want, both being firstborns, blah, 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 her ties to her family versus her ties to uh, me and the kids. I don't have to worry about any of those things because I know that we're not going to do a darn thing drastic until it's called for by a higher power and the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So um, I, I think that's huge. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I do know that my own emotions and, and uh, what goes on in my mind obviously isn't reality. And while the idea of living there sounds good, I don't know how I deal with the culture shock of the whole thing, because it would be a culture shock to us. And I would get my accent back. I did you while would. we were there. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Jenna, Jenna comes back and she's like, hey, daddy, I see that right there. There. I'm like, it's there. She goes, there, there, there. And she got it back. She got her accent back. (laughs) There does not have two syllables, (laughs) but it does in Georgia. And, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, driving 45 minutes to get to Jacksonville to go shopping at a decent store. Mm -hmm. What the heck? And then bugs and gnats, man. And And no basements. Yeah, no basements, no second floors. Yeah. It's just weird. No Starbucks. No Starbucks. No Panera. No snow. Hallelujah. That would be good. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'd be interested to see what what life brings. I don't know. I wish to God, Teresa and Josh would just move out here. <laughs> that would take care of all your problems. Right You're going to talk about a culture shock for them. <laughs> yeah. But there's a, there's a NASCAR track just down the street. Yeah. They could even live in Kansas. They could even they live at the NASCAR track. <laughs> yeah. In an RV. Like the other people. Yeah. So extended family. If you guys have any comments or anything, you know, write them in. I, I know extended family. Some people live with them. Some people live near them. We don't. And, um, 
and you know, we don't have a lot of family around that can take the kids and, and a lot of help. And, and that's been a struggle, especially when the kids were really, really young, mm-hmm. and a lot of help around. And, uh, you know, thank God for Terry, our close friend, our, our, my, our daughter's black grandma, she calls it. She helps us out and, uh, and, and picks us up at airports and drops us off and watches the kids. And, you know, she's just a great family friend and, a, and thank God for her. Uh, but short of that, yeah, it's, it, I, I can feel you. Yeah. So basically the importance of extended family is we need to be able to have free babysitting. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what I took from this. Well, you, you want to be able to have someone who actually likes taking care of your kids. That's right. That does help. Someone who you don't have to pay. Dropping them off with the neighbor's dog, not so much. Yeah. Not working out for Doesn't really them. work. So, anything else you want to add, subtract, multiply, or divide, my dear? Um, any shout-outs to any of your family? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I don't well, think so. Family. It's important. Um, I like my family. My family is Do you, me and you and the kids. Let me just throw that out there, though. Do you ever just sit around and say, boy, I wish I'd like to see some member of my family? Do you ever miss? But see, there's a lot of strife that happens with your family. Yeah, my family, because they were small and it was just us, you'd think that would simplify things, but it doesn't. I don't know. I know we had a hard upbringing. It was weird. And mm-hmm. uh, everybody responded to it differently. And everybody grew up a little different. And... um and everybody has a different view of what's right and wrong, which is probably the hugest thing that comes between us. And I have a very hard set set of rules that I live by. And, uh, I, you know, there's things I believe is straight up wrong and straight up right. And you, you add in that whole thing about my annoyances with people when they're not doing the right thing mm-hmm. <laughs> and impossible to be friends with. And it makes it hard for me to get along with some, some of those folks. Uh, and it makes it very hard for them to get along with me. Mm-hmm. And I hate that, but at the same time, it's what I believe and what I stand for. And um, I can honestly say in, in many of these issues, I, I'm not wrong. <laughs> Sounds self-centered, but Jen, <laughs> Jen will back me up on that too. I don't know. I don't know. I, uh, I you know, I, I like my sister Amy a lot, and I like her husband a lot. I wish they lived closer. Um, I like Leanne and John. Uh, I wish they lived closer. <laughs> How much closer? Like, like next at door? At least on this side of the highway. I yeah. just hate driving over that overpass. <laughs> hate that six miles that we uh, have to go. It's just, know, they it's, live near a Taco Bell. It's just too tempting. <laughs> it's too much. Can't handle it. No, uh, I don't know. No, I don't. I don't ever just sit around and wish. I, I love being here in my home. There's so much security in this in this place with you guys. And I guess that's what I didn't have. I had people. Yeah. I didn't have any security. I didn't have any mm-hmm. consistency and I didn't have anything under my control. I had no sense of, of, of anything. We couldn't have anything nice. Uh, you know, everything was getting tore up. Stupid little things would get broke. Nobody would fix them. And so they'd get even more broke. Mm-hmm. Uh, half, half completed projects, stuff patched up instead of properly fixed. I mean, those kinds of things are huge to me. And, um, and we have that. And so, I don't know. It's good stuff. Hmm. Yeah. And I, when I was a kid, my uh, all my extended family was nearby. I mean, within probably an hour radius of where we lived mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania. My mom's side and my dad's side. And so, yeah, we spent a lot of time with them. A whole lot of time. Well, let me finish. I guess I, I would say this. I would love for my family to get along. 
I would love for all of us to be able to go and do stuff. I'd love for my mom's house to be uh, the place to go. But it isn't. No, it's not. It's just not. Um, and, and I'm not going to go into all the reasons why it's not. Um, but it isn't. And, and so I just have to face that reality. And yeah, there was a time I, I, I pined for that and wished for that and even probably tried to make it happen, even though it wasn't meant to be. Mm -hmm. And I gave every opportunity that didn't happen. It didn't pan out. And I, and now I just have to face reality. I can't, if, if I waste my energy wishing for that, I am, I am wasting emotions and time that I can be spending on you guys. Because that's wishing for something that isn't even real. It's hoping for something that will never exist. And I just can't. I can't. I can't do that. I'm not yeah. going to do it. So, you know, cut them, cut them loose. <laughs> just be done with them. Be done. <laughs> I don't even need you family people. <laughs> so, nah. It's, a, it's an ever-changing list of people that I talk to anyway, so... There's only five or six of them out there. there, So, (laughs) all right. So, uh, we do have some news topics, and uh, the big one is coming up this weekend or next weekend, rather, at uh, the Sheffield Family Life Center Marriage Conference called Marriage Ability, May 1st and 2nd in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, Jen and I will be doing two sessions, and uh, the topics are parents as pastors. Where we will be talking about weaving faith into your kid's life and uh, opposites attract. Now, we'd love to see you there in person. You can call 816 241 4831 and ask for more information if you live near the Kansas City area. Uh, but if even if you don't, we will be podcasting those and recording them live in the sessions. And so you'll be able to hear them. It'll probably be episodes uh, 44 and 45, actually. So uh, we'll have a couple weeks off, Jen. Will that be nice? That'll be great. Yeah. Well, that is that enough to offset the weirdness of, of recording live in front of an audience? No. Dang. Uh, also, I'd like to uh, announce a new project that I started, a new website. It's called cleancasts.com, and it is a uh, directory of clean podcasts. And I was very surprised to find that there's nothing out there like that. I mean, there's a couple that just do Christian websites, but that's kind of exclusive and and and... There's a lot of good content out there that, that like nobody's listening and like Geek Loves Nerd that doesn't say, hey, we're a Christian podcast, but are done by good folks that, that uh, have good morals and good values and, and don't swear and don't talk dirty. And uh, it's not just family shows and it's not just Christian shows. There's stuff on photography out there and tech stuff, tech topics, movies and, and comic books. And they're all listed at cleancast.com. So go over there and check it out. And uh, find you some new shows to listen to. I think it's an awesome resource. So tell some people about it. And especially if you're a clean podcaster yourself, go over there and list your show. And if you're not, you're a listener and an enjoyer, go over there and comment and talk and chat it up and find you some shows. And tell them you found them at cleancast.com. That'd be awesome. There's even a NASCAR podcast. Yes, there there is. There is. Thank you. You've been listening to every week, haven't Uh, you? No, I haven't. (laughs) I listened to the one show to screen it. And that's how I got some information. You enjoyed it. About some people. And then I mm-hmm. went and tried to talk to Josh about it. Kyle Bush. Yeah. <laughs> and I was able to say like one sentence. <laughs> that's it. And then I was done. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that Kyle Bush is talking junk about Dale Earnhardt Jr. Wasn't he? Daggum, daggum. And he was like, dude, you follow NASCAR? And I'm like, uh, no, that's it. <laughs> That's like saying hi to a Mexican, and you mm-hmm. know how to say hi in Spanish. And so you're like, hola, como te llamas? And then they go, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, 
I, I ain't got nothing else to say to you, man. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I had. Sorry I led you on. <laughs> <laughs> but it happens. All right. Uh, let's do some life updates. We didn't do any of that junk uh, last time. Um, um, the boy's walking. Yeah, I got that down here. Dunder walks. Yeah. Like he can he can be seated and stand up and That's start what's walking. blowing my mind. He he didn't just start walking. Homeboy can just stand up from a sit <laughs> and even try to dart a little bit. He does. He tries to run and he can't even really walk. It's so, bizarre. So he's skipping steps. It's awesome. <laughs> the other thing he does that's my favorite is he started talking, but he's not really talking really. No words. He just starts saying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he says it really, really loud when he's happy. And I really want to start mixing this into my vernacular. Whenever I see something exciting, I'm going to be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he'll be yelling it. He'll be in his room playing with some, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he sounds like James Brown. It's ridiculous. <laughs> He's saying it the other day. I mean, just yet today, something's going on. It's all Jenna's room, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, oh, here's here's something. I, I told you about it, Jen, but I didn't tell the folks at home. Um Jenna and I go. We were at Walmart last night, looking around at some stuff, and and Jenna knows the names. She's asked me at different times uh, what my parents' names were. What was my mom's name and my dad's name? And even though my dad's no longer living, I, I always tell her Lewis because uh, the Dunder's named after him. And um, and then my mom's name happens to be Drusilla. And so she she just does this randomly. She just puts up one finger and she's like. Hi, Drusilla. And then she puts up another finger and she goes, Hi, Lewis. And then she makes them talk to each other. Hey, Drusilla. Hey, Lewis. I actually reversed the voices there. I'm sorry. My mom does not <laughs> have a deeper voice than Lewis did, I'm sure. And she's like, Hi, Lewis. Hi, Drusilla. And then she makes the fingers kiss each other. And she's looking up at me like I'm supposed to be grossed out because she's making my parents make out. And I was. But I was more <laughs> amused and I was laughing my head off. I'm like she's four years old and she's already making awesome jokes like that. I am in so much trouble. You are. So uh let's see, what else was going on with the boy or Jenna? Anything else? Oh, we got Jenna some some uh uh lawn furniture. Really? No. <laughs> How about some bedroom bedroom furniture? I was looking for bedroom lawn came to mind. Because there's zombies on your lawn. Because you always buy lawn furniture for your kids <laughs> well it might have been cheaper <laughs> and you just put it in there so they, <laughs> they sleep on an umbrella table yeah or a chaise a, chaise, <laughs> a lounge a lounge <laughs> so anyway but no we got her some bedroom furniture it's really cute what what is what is special about this bed jen it's a canopy bed which i always wanted and never got Mm-mm-mm. And she's four. She she's so young. She won't even remember not having a canopy bed. It'll just be the norm for her. When I was a kid, and mm-hmm. I'd be laying in bed, I'd want to go to the bathroom. That is so dumb. Don't say that stupid. I idiot just joke wish again. I'd <laughs> had, had a, a canopy. A canopy. It's so funny. <laughs> just go in. A canopy. <laughs> <laughs> Why, why did you did ruin you, my joke? Why did you just turn 12 all of a sudden? Because <laughs> it's the only kind of dirty jokes that Christians can tell. Oh, my goodness. Poop and pee. Because uh, gross typically isn't bad. Mm-hmm. It's know. bad in my book. Uh, stupid, but not bad. All right, it's time for some Ask Jen. Um, 
here is uh, something from Melissa. Hey, James and Jen. This is Alyssa from or Alyssa, Alabama. Savannah. And I'm trying to catch up on your shows. I'm super behind because I got them. My dad's been gone, and I'm trying to catch up. Yada, yada, yada. I'm on show 22, and you're talking about making a manga picture for someone. I want to tell you, pronounce it manga. I'm also an artist, realistically, American cartoonish, and my own personal style of manga. But I do not pay people to do that. And anyway, I have an Ask Jen question, which I'm probably going to get to here forever. Anyway, I was wondering, Jen, do you like to do anything besides read books and watch TV? Because I enjoy both of those things, but I was wondering if you ever got a chance to ever try to write your stories, and if you could, what would they be about? Okay, and say hi to the Dunder and Jenna for me. I love listening to her sing. Um, bye. All right, so uh, thank you. I, I didn't know it was manga. Manga, I've never it's heard that. Ma- I always say manga. Mm, and now manga. that is right for me. A manga sounds like some sort of monkey. <laughs> this is manga, the monkey. <laughs> and manga is very angry. That well, his name don't isn't you manga. feel Don't you feel dumb? Manga sounds like a mango. And that's a fruit. <laughs> I would rather have a fruit than a monkey. <laughs> Not monkey with a circle. dumb name. Mm. So I'm going to stick with manga. That's like the eternal argument between is it GIF or JIF? You know what? JIF is peanut butter. Spell with a J. It's a GIF, people. Mm. Yep. How it's, about GIF? No. Okay. That's girlfriend in fellowship. Mm. That's different. That's not an image. Okay. More more about me now. Yeah. Uh, she asked, uh, do you do anything besides... Um, Read books and watch television. No, that's pretty for much fun. It. No, I um, I would do more outdoor stuff, but the kids kind of, they kind of get in the way of that. Yeah. But uh, working out, I like that. Yeah, she does work out a lot. Um, that's all. I like to work for fun. She does, people. It's mm-hmm. weird. It is, but it every makes... spare second she's got the spreadsheets out and it, a laptop it, and um, a ten key. It makes some money though. Yeah, but she enjoys it, people. She would do it without the money. I don't know about that. I do. I don't know if I'd do it without the money. Um, and then, yeah, she, she. I keep trying to get her to blog. I think once she got into it, she would love it. I might. I think once people started interacting with your topics and you realized you had something to say, and honestly, I think once that first AdSense check came in the mail. It would take a year, though. <laughs> not necessarily. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, I think, I think you'd really, you'd really enjoy it. I might. I'm thinking about trying it now that I'm not working. Because you write for the love. I know, but I haven't written for a long time. So, have you ever thought of writing your stories? She assumes you have stories. I don't have any stories. I, the way it was r- said, though, it almost seemed like she was saying that you should write about the books that you're reading and steal their stories. Do you mm. ever write your stories, you know? <laughs> I don't And some write. people, the old folks, they say your stories and they mean, um... They mean soap operas. Hmm? So maybe you should write about your stories, your soap operas. Like you ever heard people say it? Gotta watch my stories. No. No? Well they do. Never heard of that. Ever. Yeah, they do. In the South. Mm. Where everything is wonderful and your family just floats around and kisses each other all They're the time. Happy. D- because we're not there. Dear James and Jen, <laughs> James, I know how you've said that MySpace is the trailer park of the internet. How do you feel about Facebook? Just wondering, Daniel B. Now, notice that was referring to me. Um, I know, but it's my segment, so let me answer. Okay, go ahead. 
I really like Facebook. Hate MySpace. I love. Uh, I don't love it. I. I. But compared to the way I feel about MySpace, I do love Facebook, and I don't I get love spammed Facebook. on MySpace. Well, all yeah. the time. MySpace is truly. It's beyond Trailer Park. It is like the tornado destroyed trailer park but the septic tank has overflowed mm-hmm. on top of all the rubble yeah. okay um that's what myspace is uh, facebook i love it because it's clean it's got a clean look to it mm-hmm. and you can't change it's not morally clean yeah you can't change your template you can't just add all this junk to it. You can't have dancing hearts and yeah. neon colors. And, this is, yeah, and you can't the, even read it because it's so... The peanut butter jelly time banana <laughs> floating <laughs> with sprinkling snow and a picture of you in your bathroom mirror. <laughs> I, I That's my space. I don't mm-hmm. have to deal with all that. I don't have to deal with 500 autoplay videos and your featured song oh, going at the same time. Oh, I forgot time. about that, too. Ugh. And uh, so, yeah, everything is in the same place and, mm-hmm. and every profile. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's superior. You don't have strippers trying to be your friend on Facebook. At least I haven't yet. I don't, I don't know what you experience. Well, if, if you actually friend them first... <laughs> yeah, you don't have to deal with any of that. <laughs> Just go and get it out of the way. Find them all, friend. Find them, them all, baby. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. It's like Pokemon. So yeah, but no, I I think Facebook's pretty cool, and I think uh, I think it's proven itself because it's getting popular with people that don't know how to use computers. I know that's kind of scary. Unlike though. GeoCities, which finally shut down. Actually, I can't believe that. But uh, this uh, Facebook does not allow these people to ruin it. Mm-hmm. MySpace is full of people that don't know how to use the internet. And you've seen what happened to it. It looks like a big middle school text message. The entire place. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's like, LOL, key, key, key. I don't know. <laughs> and some sort of cat running around. <laughs> <laughs> Just back and forth. In a strobe light. Yeah. And then some... And the glitter pictures. And your favorite music is playing every time you launch. Yeah, it happens every it's time. It's not your favorite. And you can't find the volume button on your computer oh, as soon as it goes There's a great on. song out there somewhere that's... It's a video of this girl playing a ukulele. If I can find it, I'll link to it in the show notes. But her song is, I hope you forget about your MySpace. I hope that you forget to take it down or something. But it's talking about, I hope that... 20 years, 10 years from now, your adult children find your MySpace page from now. Mm. And that they think your clothes are dumb and that what you're listening to is dumb and that you can't remember the password so you can't take it down. And they just mock you relentlessly because you're taking sexy pictures of yourself with your camera phone, your 1.3 megapixel phone. You're trying to shave off 100 pounds by looking (laughs) Looking up. up (laughs) And taking a picture down. So, yeah, um, I love that song, and that's what it's all about. And uh, so, yeah, thanks, Daniel B. Daniel B., that was from Daniel B. Uh, We do have some voice and emails. Uh, Hi, I have been listening to old shows, and I wanted to comment on show 37. That happened to be our technical issue show where we talked about tech stuff. Mm. Uh, My husband and I have been married for 21 years. I'm the geek and nerd, and he is the outdoors man. I have every tech item you mentioned and then some and i've also uh, been known as the budget queen of the house just wanted to say that there are women out there that are also geeks and proud of it enjoy the show jenny so i i i don't doubt that at all i think women geeks are awesome you wish you'd married no no oh, good no i don't because i'd have to battle for the i'd ha- i met a guy the other day 
And he says, uh, something, something, something. And I was like, yeah, ha Because my daughter made some comment about some video game. And, um, and I said, yeah, I love playing. And he goes, boy, if I didn't have two of them, two 360s, mm. I'd never get to play. My wife's on Peggle all the time. That's what it was. I was talking about Peggle. Oh. And so I would not want to be a two 360 house. No. That seems excessive. It does. I don't want to compete with you for my stuff. No. I like it the way it is. Uh, so, yeah, that was from Fred. No, no, it wasn't. Did I say who it was from? I don't remember. I'm dumb host. Uh, it was from Jenny. Mm. Uh, this one's from Fred. Hi, James and Jen. I'm not quite done listening to this last episode yet. I guess he was talking about the one where we mentioned that I raised chickens as a child. Oh, yeah. I like that one. I think it was podcast before last. <laughs> it sounds like you yourself raised the chickens. I was raised <laughs> like by chickens. <laughs> In the wild. That explains so much. That's right. <laughs> the chickens didn't even talk. The roosters lovingly referred to me <laughs> as Bagok. <laughs> That's right. I wasn't quite there. The rooster never <laughs> quite approved of me. I bet not. I had to prove myself. I killed snakes. But the hens liked you. I threw the possums out on their ears. Mm-hmm. But I never quite got dad's approval. Anyway. <laughs> Hi, James and Jen. Bagok. It was my name. <laughs> I just like making you laugh. You're so dumb. I am the mighty Bagok. <laughs> I can get a t-shirt. I am not quite listening to... I'm not quite listening. I'm quite not quite done listening to this episode yet. But when I heard Jen's amazement at people raising chickens at home... It reminded me of a friend who's become a local hero for people who like to raise their own chickens. And any links to a to a very long, long URL. Uh, since this article was published, the town's code has been modified to allow people to own chickens to raise for eggs and to kill them and eat them too. My friend Tim has also been interviewed by the New York Times for their Long Island column, among other publications. I told him I expect to see him on 60 Minutes eventually, Fred. So that's, you know, there's all kinds of activists out there, I guess. And chicken killers need love, too. So people who live in New York City have enough space to raise chickens. Maybe not. Do you think maybe they have one in their apartment? Maybe they have an chicken. And And singular. uh, One chicken. And they just eat one egg a day. And they eat one piece of that chicken a day. Do they... (laughs) Do, do they get They just nibble a little bit off. <laughs> Let me ask you, being a chicken expert that you are. Wow. Do do they lay one egg a day? Ask me by using my chicken name. <laughs> 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 I got you to say it. That so <laughs> validates it. That makes it funnier than ever. Anyway. <laughs> so say it. <laughs> I'm not saying it again. You're too gleeful. <laughs> do chickens lay one egg a day or yes. is it... It's not, so there's never unless, a day. Okay, unless you raise them inside those big long chicken runs that you see mm-hmm. that they leave them in daylight, they leave artificial lighting on, then you can trick the chickens into laying two eggs a day. What about organic chickens? How many eggs would organic They actually chick- lay their eggs in the ground really? and they grow. <laughs> the eggs grow. Organic chickens <laughs> are so natural. <laughs> that they float off the ground about three inches and the egg just appears. Do you think that artificial light that makes them lay two eggs makes our eggs less? Jen, I'm going to tell you something about yeah. organic chickens. 
Mm-hmm. They don't exist. Okay. Those chickens. How do you get brown eggs then? You have you ever heard of Easter? <laughs> no. If you dip them in the three colors, they turn brown. No, brown eggs come from brown chickens. Really? Yes. It's a different kind of chicken. Are you a racist? Oh my goodness. How come the brown chicken eggs cost more? Because there's less brown chickens. Oh. Most people want their whitey white, lily white eggs. Mm. Is there anything else I can educate you about? (laughs) So if you wanted like an omelet and you had one chicken, you'd have to wait a few days. Yes. Okay. Unless you left the lights on in the bathroom. <laughs> if you're, you're raising your, your <laughs> New York chicken. <laughs> New York City chicken. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think here in Kansas City we had enough space in the suburbs to raise chickens. And I you don't, don't need a lot of space. You can and, raise a chicken in in roughly a two foot by two foot area. Mm, and, I don't and think our homeowners association really, would be okay with that. There's no though. such thing as an organic chicken. People are going to write in and they're going to yell at me. There are free range chickens. Mm. That, that that basically means that they are out in the open and they can be eaten by other creatures before you eat them. Well, are they fenced in though? No. I mean, no, they're not. They they may be. But won't but they it, leave? But they can they can just flutter about. Chickens are kind of homebodies. They like to <laughs> hang out near where they live. Haven't you ever seen TV shows where people just walk out and start throwing chicken feed and the yeah, chickens just Yeah, I always thought come? they were kind of gated or something. No, those are free-range chickens. Um, When you raised chickens, did you have organic free-range chickens? We did. We did. So you were particularly healthy as what a child. What people kind of freak out about is there's some of these hen houses. Um, re- they cut up old chickens and feed that to the new chickens. And if those chickens were sick, then the old chickens get sick. But you know, when whenever that happens, you hear about it on the news, and it's not in the farmer's best like interest to let that happen. Salmonella poisoning. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't it be cheaper to feed them feed? Because I thought they that's were herbivores. They, that's what they do. Yeah, they're not her- carnivores. Herbivores. herbivores. You can pronounce that H. So as exciting as all this is, we are creeping up on the 60-minute mark. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I I love talking about (laughs) chickens. Well, I mean, you could do a whole podcast. You are a chicken expert. I'm really not. And people that really are (laughs) chicken experts are going to really hate this show. I hope none of them listen. (laughs) But it would be a clean podcast. That's true. I don't know about the comedy part. I am very sure about one thing, that brown chickens may lay brown eggs. They just do. Okay. And you don't want to know where Easter eggs come from. They come from a chicken's butt, just like the regular (laughs) ones. I've actually seen chickens lay an egg. It's cool. I mean, you. there's just a side of you I did not know about, and this is really fascinating. Yeah, this is the side that talked like this when I was little. Actually, I had a high voice, so I'd be like, Hey, Mom, I caught a fish. Hey, Mom, I caught a fish. <laughs> so, yeah. You should put that video up on YouTube. I shouldn't. All right, so that's our show. Uh, for those of you wondering, we are going to do serving, uh, Surviving Your First Year Part 2. Uh, it's just a big topic, and, and we've just been busy and not wanting to just tackle it. So... Uh, it'll it'll be here eventually, but thanks for listening and paying attention. Yep, you were. And uh, check us out, uh, geeklovesnerd.com. And the webcomic that comes out every Wednesday and Friday. Do you like the webcomic? Yes, you do. Uh, visit our forums. They're brand new, and they're awesome. 
Uh, email your comments, ask Jen questions or whatever else to geeklovesnerd at gmail.com. You could sponsor a show for five bucks. Don't forget, or phone in your comments at 206-600-5704. If you have a topic you'd like to hear us talk about, please let us know. And uh, until next time, uh, Jen, thank you for doing the show, and I love you. I love you too. Bagok. I am the mighty Bagok. (laughs) 